This morning we hear about Mary sharing a lavish amount of oil on Jesus out of her love for him. And it's always such a joy in life to share good things with people we love. I think about sharing good news. You hear that a friend's cancer has gone into remission and you want to share it with somebody. Or maybe your brother is publishing a book and you can't wait to share it with people who will be glad to hear that. Or sharing a good joke. You see something funny online or you hear a joke that you just know somebody is going to just love and you can't wait to share it. Or if you're like me, you like to share good food, make something really delicious, have people over, or take something to somebody that's really good and they love it. I have a recipe that my children have come to call killer brownies that was given, a recipe that was given to me from a friend of mine um, years ago. And we still love this killer brownie recipe. And they are killer brownies. You can't stop eating them. Or uh, around here, someone recently shared with me a shortcut when there's traffic in Berkeley going to Oakland. And boy, was I delighted to hear that. Um, People here at Church of Our Savior share with me places to go hiking or where to get art supplies or good restaurants. And this year, I'm, a, I'm in my second year at seminary, so when the first year students came in September, it was great to sh- be able to share with them different tips about where to go, where to get things. And so uh, I wonder why this is, that we love sharing things with other people so much. I wonder if it has to do with the very design that God has placed in our hearts to want to share love, that that's part of who we are, a very central part of who we are. Certainly God models sharing a good thing. We heard a story today from the Gospel of John in chapter 12, and all the way up to this point, we have been hearing again and again and again about how God is sharing a good thing. In chapter 1, we hear that uh, God is sharing the true light, which enlightens everyone. It's Jesus Christ for us. The Word of God became flesh and lived among us, full of grace and truth. This wonderful sharing that is still affecting us today. In John 2, Jesus performs his first miracle by transforming water into wine and sharing this abundant, wonderful wine with guests at a wedding. And in John 3, the quote that we're all familiar with, for God so loved the world that he shared Jesus Christ to pour out God's love into the world. In John 4, Jesus meets a woman at the well and tells her, if you had asked me to give you some water, I would give you the water that will make you never thirst again. You'll never be thirsty again. Water that will become in you a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. In John 6, we hear about healings and feeding the 5,000. And then Jesus comes to the crux of the matter and says, I, I am the bread of life. I am the living bread. And for that, we still get to share in all of what Jesus offers every week here when we come to the table. And we feed and are nourished by what we're most hungering for. This love, this life, this life-giving food that requires our attentiveness to receive it. 
requires our paying attention to receive this gift of love and this sharing. And maybe this is the root of why sharing feels so good, because it strikes on the chord of what's most central to us as human beings, as children of God, to share this love, to receive this love, and to feel this love so deeply that what happens is that it overflows in us and out to the world. We just can't not share it. And we do crazy things like forgive one another or forgive ourselves or go out and help people in the community that we don't know. And it brings us joy and energy and life. And this is what Mary exhibited in the story today. She took a pound of spike nard, a pound of nard, this expensive oil that comes from the Himalayas that was worth 300 denarii. That, in today's economy, is worth about a year's wages. So do the math, whatever, $80,000, $100,000, what's an average annual income around here? She just pours it all over his feet, the whole pound of it. And Judas, the practical one, the treasurer for the disciples, says, what are you doing? Why are you pouring that out? We could have taken that and we could have sold it. We could have used that money for the, for the poor. And the gospel suggests, of course, that he really wasn't concerned with that so much as thinking about stealing it. And we know that Judas has a destiny that says he wasn't really receiving this love. He wasn't really recognizing it. He wasn't really taking it into his heart. It says in this gospel that the house was filled with the fragrance of this perfume. This house of God is filled with the fragrance of that perfume. And our heart can sense it. It's called grace. It's called the grace of the Holy Spirit that comes pouring into this place and blesses us. It's why we come here every week, to receive this nourishment that we can get nowhere else. We can feel it here. We can feel it here when we go to the table. We can feel it here when we love each other. It's what we all want to experience. It's what we most deeply need, this fragrance of God's love that is pouring out for us. We feel it when we participate in ministries here, when we welcome the newcomer, when we welcome strangers, when we go out into the community and spread love to those who are in need. It's, we receive this not through an act of our will or by thinking to make it so that we feel this overflowing love. We receive it by our active participation, our active noticing, and then something happens and we catch glimmers of it. We're told that out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water, and that's what happens to us. We begin to feel this love overflowing in ourselves when we pay attention. I, uh, I want to share something with all of you. This is the sacred chrism that we use to for blessings and in baptism. There's a saying in the Episcopal Church, which I happen to really love. You may have seen it on a bumper sticker or a flag. The saying is, God loves you. 
no exceptions. And this oil that Mary was pouring out on Jesus is evidence of the love that Jesus Christ poured out on her and the love that Jesus Christ today, in this place, tangibly and specifically, is pouring out on us if we receive it, if we pay attention. It's not an idea. It's a reality. And it's a truth. And this uh, oil in this gospel story and in some of our practices today is a reminder of that. So if you'll indulge me, and with your permission, I'd like to share this with some of you. You can tell me no if you don't want to. Can I share this with you? Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.